Now it's time for our bonus segment, and we're welcoming back John Swansburg. Hey, John. Hey. And uh, we're going to talk about an article that was on Slate last week written by Christina Cotarucci. Christina's on vacation, so we had to get our deputy NBA fashion correspondent to come in here and help us out. Uh, the story is called Russell Westbrook is turning the NBA playoffs into a personal runway show. And about two hours before the game, this has like become sort of like how people would go watch Steph warm up. There's cameras there. It's on Twitter. You can sometimes see it on ESPN or inside the NBA. What is Russell Westbrook wearing on the trip from the bus to the locker room? And there have been uh, quite a few interesting outfits. John, do you want to help us out and describe some of the uh, – some of the get-ups that we're talking about here? Uh, sure. Um, I think the Patagonia one might be very close to your heart. I was going to work up to the Patagonia <laughs> one. I was going to start with with one that uh, would reveal why I'm just the deputy NBA fashion <laughs> editor since there are two words in here that I don't necessarily know the meaning of. But uh, before a game last month, he, he showed up in Sonny's drawstring cropped pants, a cloche. Uh, and I'm actually not I'm, – I'm looking at a photo and I don't even know if I can differentiate the sunnies from the cloche. Uh, but it, it, it's sort of like – the sunnies are just sunglasses, John. Oh, okay. Sunnies. There you go. Uh. It's it's a little hard to see under the uh, bucket, the sort of ladies' bucket hat that he's wearing. Uh, but yes, and then during a pr- uh, post-game press conference uh, somewhat recently, he showed up in a, a Patagonia – I believe it's a Capoline T-shirt, which is a, uh, a sort of branded material that is not dissimilar from the Under Armour garments that are meant to wick the away The sleeves moisture. are cut off. The sleeves are cut off. It's a kind of a teal color. He's matched it with a uh, <laughs> red bandana. Uh, well, I love that one because it's not – what I think is interesting about – Westbrook is that he doesn't just show up in uh, like hot, really high fashion. Some of the stuff he, he wears b- before the game and after is kind of like runway caliber, outre uh, fashion garments. But then every now and then he'll just mix in something strange and very particular to him, like the cutoff Patagonia T-shirt, which no one I think saw coming, or the like bespoke um, Anaheim Mighty Ducks jersey <laughs> that he showed up the in. The ripped up Slayer T-shirt. The ripped up Slayer. I mean, that's sort of, the ripped up Slayer T-shirt is a kind of like model off duty kind of vibe to it. And I think one of the reasons that it's become so exciting to sort of watch him before the game is that you just don't know what's coming. It's not just like, oh, he's going to be wearing some cool like, you know, Jean-Paul Gaultier outfit. It's going to be something of his invention that you just are not anticipating. Right, and he references all kinds of different, uh, you know, points of culture and and periods in pop culture. He wore a he wore a Ramones t shirt, I think, a couple weeks ago, didn't he? Yes, and uh, to be fair, it was Ramones sessions. <laughs> <laughs> he wore a poncho that looked like it's straight out of like the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, yeah, uh, like Clint Eastwood's poncho. Yeah, um, with a, clo- like a, a cloche, by the way. A cloche is a, according to Merriam Webster, is a woman's close fitting hat, usually with deep rounded crown and narrow brim. Time for a second definition or Russ Westbrook's. So <laughs> to me, doesn't this bring to mind the old uh, argument about there's funny and then there's professional athlete funny? Like is Shaq funny or is he funny because he's Shaq? Maybe Shaq's closer to funny than some of the other guys we call funny. Now, is he fashionable or is he just someone who is a professional athlete who we look at who wears nutty things? I think you could ask that about any person in fashion. Well, not – yes, you can but – doesn't the market or I don't know what kind of rubric you'd have to judge success, but after a while, doesn't Karl Lagerfeld or even Lady Gaga eventually, doesn't it come out over the long haul of time that, yes, she's making specific fashion choices that have a logic as opposed to putting on nutty outfits day after day? 
Maybe not. Well, uh, if, re- if if recognition is the is the is the answer, then Westbrook is actually fashionable because he's showing up in GQ and Esquire, and he's he's had deals with Barney's to pick clothes out and be involved in promotions. So, isn't that enough to say that people are taking him seriously, even if fashion is ridiculous? I kind of take Mike's point though. Like maybe they are taking him seriously because because he's about of the novelty. I don't. I don't think, I'm gonna I don't think that's def- true. I'm going to have to defer to our deputy NBA fashion editor here. <laughs> I don't think that's. I, I think that's that's uh, selling Westbrook short. I, I think he has, even though his the looks are so wildly divergent, there is something about his sensibility uh, that I think you could you could tease out. I'm not sure I can freestyle it here, but you know, it always he pulls it off, uh, mm-hmm. and I think a big part of fashion is. Being able to pull it off and the way he puts himself together, the way he struts uh, down that that hallway from the bus to the locker room, the way he's carved out this like weird niche for himself in the league. I don't know. I think he I think he pulls it off. Uh, And I think, you know, that's a big part of of fashion is the clothing choice. But another part is making people feel like, wow, you you put that together and it sort of makes sense. And and I'm I'm into it. Uh, There are definitely a bunch of outfits that do that. I will say this. There might never be another Russell Westbrook because think about it. Basketball is really the only sport which would allow for such a thing. Um, First of all, there's the dress code. So you can't dress super sloppy. And when was the last time we saw a baseball player in street clothes. I mean, they just do their press conferences in their uniforms, right? Basketball players change before the press conference. So so do NFL quarterbacks. But in all the other sports, there is a real, I don't know, there's less of an exploration of um, personal expression. Okay, so basketball is the only sport that could do that. Russell Westbrook's the only guy who's normal size. So 80-something percent of basketball players, even if they found that Anaheim Ducks jersey or that Ramones t-shirt, couldn't fit in it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think they could get some bespoke shit? I think they could. Sorry, go ahead. The ponchos, yes. Here's the thing that I find interesting. Mike mentions the dress code, which was implemented by David Stern in the mid-2000s post um, the Pacers-Pistons brawl. And there was a lot of kind of racial coding there, the idea that we're going to try to clean this up and make guys more presentable and maybe let's not have the kind of more hip-hop influenced fashions. And the players sort of embraced it. But this is kind of like post-dress code 2.0 because at first it was like, okay, you know, I'm Dwayne Wade. I'm going to like have like a really awesome suit. And now like the stuff that Westbrook is wearing is clearly in violation of the dress code. It's not like he's going to get fined for it because I think Adam Silver is too smart for that and that would be a bad look for the NBA. But it's interesting how he's – that this is clearly something that happened because of the dress code but has now kind of come back around and is clearly like not what was intended from the dress well, code. Adam, yeah, I mean, Adam Silver is clearly ignoring the dress code. I mean, he's, I think he's sort of de facto saying the dress code is stupid and we've evolved past it. How are you going to find a guy who designs the Westbrook XO Barney's New York X Del Toro <laughs> laser cut croc pattern slippers yours for $395? Right. But what, what is more in violation of the dress code than a cutoff t-shirt and a bandana? I mean, like that just seems <laughs> yes. like, like that is. That was the one <laughs> because it's supposed to be like business attire. And a lot of the stuff that he wears is like really weird like high fashion stuff and you would not find someone for that but like a cutoff mm-hmm. Patagonia t-shirt and like a bandana where it looks like he's going to a rodeo on the beach like that <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what to even say about that one 
I think it's. I mean, I, I think that uh, that outfit also suggests that he knows full well how how much he's tweaking uh, silver and uh, and like That's I think awesome. he's push, I think he's pushing the boundaries. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How, why how, why did he choose Patagonia? Is it because Patagonia's Capoline has superior wicking uh, technology to Under Armour, or is it because it's the whitest <laughs> possible brand in the world? You know, and he wanted to sort of he wants to play with convention. Um, I sort of think it was the latter. But. If Adam Have Silver does it? levy the fun, I I need him to do it in a poncho and a ripped jeans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. We've now done uh, sneakers with you. We did the shorts, the NBA, uh, the short length. We've done high fashion. We might have possibly exhausted all all topics, but you know, you can tell me otherwise. Uh, I would love to have you back. I'm, I'm just trying to find I'll an have, excuse. No, there's definitely. Maybe, I feel like hockey. We got to maybe, maybe the uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe hockey jerseys. You know, now that now that Russell Westbrook has made them cool, we need to look deeper into the, the hockey sweater. I'm doing Canada. all that Kevin Smith has done. Today, <laughs> otherwise, John Swansburg, thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And thank you, Slate Plus members.